Please be advised this podcast is all nonsense. Nothing you hear or see while adventuring with the worm should be taken seriously, or more importantly, fact-checked. Try not to let the mispronunciations distract you from the knowledge being shared. You're just riding with two worms trying to have a good time. You're going to say something? Nope. Okay. Changing the audio medium into a visual medium, but through audio. Why don't we do... You know how people do silent movies? Yeah, silent podcast. Silent podcast. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe that's where the money's at. That's why we ain't got none. Yeah, people are waiting for that new idea. That's true. Everyone always waits for someone to be a pioneer of something. We should be a pioneer of the silent podcast. Ooh, you said pie. Mm. What do think of pie? So, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of pie. I prefer... Sweet pies over savoury pies. If you're gonna, so would you consider stuff like a shepherd's pie a pie, no. even though it's a potato top? Nah. What I, do you call it? I think that's a sellout because it's not got any not pastry. Pie, is it? Yeah. No. Some people. Well, I don't really know where it got its name, but what's the definition of a pie? Like is it topped or pastry. encased? See, I don't. I. I. Isn't that, isn't that called a pot pie? If you have it just top. I guess so, because it's... Yeah, because I'm guessing, obviously, you're saying the pot is part of the pie. Yeah, that's a pot pie. Just has so why is it not called a shepherd's pot pie? No, I don't know. I just, I just didn't... There's someone made you if I know what a pie was. What do you think came first? The the pot pie style or the pie pie style? Oh, pot pie was after, because I think that was a... a, a people's attempt at making a fancy pie. Really? You yeah. reckon? Because whenever you go to fancy restaurants, and they say there's a pie on the menu... It's always just a ramekin dish with a pastry lid. Always. Yeah, especially in fancy places. It's like oh, the side, like sides a of a pie. Of a pie. Yeah. And I'm just like, so have you cooked a full pie to give me a wedge? <laughs> or did you cook a pie earlier and hoped enough people ordered it before you had to give away wedges? You cook the whole pie and then you give away wedges. Or do you reckon there's a way of cooking it into almost a wedge and you just slice the pastry edges off? No, I've, I've worked where pl- places where they cook a pie and they pre-cut it and then they just serve you the wedges and hope it stays warm long enough for people uh, order it. Yeah, it's grim. Because by the time you get uh, that last slice... Well, been... fancy places sometimes do that, don't they? Yeah, so that's really bad, isn't it? It is, it is quite bad. Yeah. I thought, you know the really fancy places that like charge you too much for pies? Yeah. They would have like a triangle dish, cook it in there and then slice off the edges of the pastry. Oh, okay. And then make it appear as if it was a slice of Maybe super fancy places do, but the places I worked at didn't. I'd be really annoyed with that, though. Because I'd be like, well, you just sliced off two edges of my pie. Also, the, the other like pitfall with doing, when you when you cook the whole pie and you cut it, is obviously when you cut pies into segments, some of the... Goo. Yeah, some of the goo leaks out. <laughs> and then when you serve it, you obviously scoop some of that up and put it with the slice. But that means eventually... Somebody's just got all the bits that leaked out, and then just got two pieces of pastry with no insides because they've all been given away. So that last slice is really old and dry with no insides. Maybe there's a way where you can, you know, when you slice it, mm. you can put greaseproof paper down. So you slice it and put greaseproof paper straight down it before you start separating it, and then it segments everything. Yeah. Because a lot of people cook it but don't serve it hot. So the goo falling out only really happens when it's hot. Whereas after you, if you cook a pie and then cool it, 
Yeah. It tends to recongeal, doesn't it? So you yeah. can actually take a slice out with it staying quite sturdy. Yeah, that's true. Then they reheat it, don't they? And then it looks like it just gooed out over the plate, but yeah, it, it's not. But yeah, <laughs> the old click of the old desperation. Clicky, clicky. Um, it's because you said pioneer, and yeah. I thought pie. Yeah, I like sweet pie. I don't mind. Like what? Like a cherry pie, or an apple pie, or a rhubarb pie. How do you feel about... Well, I prefer crumble over pie. I was going to say. Yeah. Crumble's way better. Oh, why? I just think crumble is a nicer topping than just a bit of boring pastry. I do think it's different, and it browns differently, because if you if you have a proper bit of... Cr- it, it, you know, the crumbly bits can, like, crisp up. Yeah. And then you can mix it all in, and you get some all the way through, whereas you've run out of pie crust. You have to, you have to self like portion pie crust to pie inside ratio whereas crumble I think it all depends on how thick the pie is Some, because most people do apple pie is really thick so it has more apple filling which is great don't get me wrong but everybody knows the pastry is the best bit because yeah. it's all sugary and tasty yeah. not the pie the, pie's, the pie the, the pie filling is the worst yeah. bit depends what pie you're having but I think in most cases if you got a pie and you didn't have your pastry bits you'd be really annoyed yeah. Now all these people that go to these fancy restaurants and only get a pie top, I re- reckon they're really annoyed because they've gone to a fancy restaurant. They know they can't complain because they'll be like, "Oh, that's how we do pies. That's how pies are real. Those are real pies." That is true. They make you feel like that you're wrong and they're right. Yeah. Like that's my these pies. It's not my fault. You like bad pies. These are yeah. good pies. Even wrong pie or wrong pies. They'd yeah. probably say. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't mind a pie. It's just not my go-to. Like the the, the list of things on offer have to has to be pretty bad for me to go for a pie. You know how people like eating food while they're doing stuff. Yeah. So like you might have a bag of crisps while you're reading or something or whatever. You know, yeah. Whatever. What do you think a pie would accompany? Don't you have pies at football matches? Well, yeah, I guess. I don't think. Personally, I don't think a pie is a very good football match snack. Yeah, though. but isn't it like a really common thing that they serve pies? I've yeah, they also, have, heard. they also have that chant of who ate all the pies. Probably the crowd. No, well, that would actually be a more accurate answer. But the idea is they say it to mock uh, the referee. Why? Do referees famously like pies? Normally, it's when the referee's a bit chunky. Chunky ref. Who ate all the pies? Maybe the rest. I don't know. Maybe he's hungry. Leave the poor guy alone. <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything wrong with eating all the pies. Maybe they're congratulating him. Uh-huh. You ate all the pies. You did well done, man. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we've just got it all wrong. People thought it was meant to be like a mean chant, but actually it was a celebration. They're celebrating he managed to eat all the pies. Yeah. I guess because if it was a pie challenge and you're not eating all the pies, then... You're actually quite rubbish. It's an interesting chain of events that the referee goes to a pie-eating challenge just before he has to officiate a match and then gets on the pitch. Why would it be just before? I just feel like that's the only time they would chant. Because I would say it have to be in close range too. No so if it no, was on a Thursday and you were not refereeing I feel Saturday. like it has to be same day because if he ate all the pies last week, no one cares anymore. But it wouldn't be. So if it's on a Thursday, mm. people are at work so they're not going to see this referee. But on a Saturday, mm. see, they come to arrest you because they don't like your shit. Um, yeah, if they came, um, the, the first time they were seeing them was on a on a uh, Saturday, they'd probably still say it. Maybe. I just feel like it has to be pretty soon after for it to be relevant. I don't know, because 
if anything happens on a weekend, we'd still ask each other about it maybe a day or two later. Okay, so as long as it's in the last couple of days. I think that's fair. If it I was still, on a Wednesday, I think that's too far. I still like the idea that he's at a painting contest at 10 and then he's officiating a match at 1. Maybe he's like, oh, I purposely planned them before the matches. I can burn them back off. Maybe. Maybe that's, that's the smart. Way, maybe that's the only way he can build up enough energy for the whole match is to have 12 pies. I do feel like the referee runs a lot more than the players. Yeah. Now, I've never really tracked it, but I feel like they just kick the ball to each other at the pitch. He has to blow a whistle. But he, he not only has to have enough breathing ability to blow a whistle at any given time. Some crazy outdoor uh, action going on. What happens if they have to blow the whistle and they, they don't have the energy to blow the whistle? It seems like a, the whistle isn't the ideal tool. Like, surely an air horn or something would be better. Yeah. The whistle seems like a bad idea. And I think the reason for a whistle was um, they sometimes have it, they have it strapped to the wrist now, don't they? I don't know. So you can blow it. Hands free. <laughs> they can do an air horn hand like, like yeah, a I don't know. clown horn. Maybe it was too, it wasn't cost effective. Okay, horns chin. I suppose whistles are reusable. Yeah. Mm. One one whistle for everybody. <laughs> don't forget to come and collect your whistle before your uh, match that you're refereeing. Do you think they have their own whistle or they get supplied with a whistle? I think probably back in the day you were supplied. Mm. Like no, they have like an etched whistle. Oh, you know what? No, I think they still yeah. I think they're always supplied. I think back in the day you used to have, you have to have your own. I think now there's like standards of whistle. Like if someone just rocked up with um, one of those whistles with a little ball in, but they lost a little ball. Joe the match would be useless. Or like one of them sweet whistles that's like a lollipop and a whistle yeah, at the same time. But after 90 minutes, that whistle's <laughs> going to be basically no whistle anymore. It's or just... if he gets hungry halfway through and just bites it. Yeah. Oh, my whistle. I'm sorry. You just think of a stick. That's why I think now there's more standardisation. Mm, I wonder how many refs brought sweet whistles onto the pitch before they had to Surely everyone. <laughs> After you've just eaten like all the pies, you'd yeah, be... That's sweet. Yeah. That's true. Oh, you could schedule it so you have a savoury pie eating contest and a sweet pie eating contest. Well, after the match? No, just after the first pie eating contest. Ooh. Could you intertwine the two? I mean, I don't, I don't know the rules. I guess if you've got to eat all the pies within an hour and you know you could eat them both in less than half an hour. As I was going to say, the problem is if you do both at the same time, you're basically halving your given time for each one because you've got to eat. You're competing in both. so Unless you kind of sandwich your pies together. like You, yeah, but you then choose a savoury one and a sweet one. Then you're not getting the pleasure of the, the savoury than the sweet. You're getting some weird amalgamation. If you were going to have a savoury pie with a sweet pie, like on top of each other, mm. what would you? Um, what two pies would you combine? Proper pies, not the shepherd pies. <laughs> Probably like a chicken pie. Yeah. With a pineapple pie. Okay, I can see how that would work. I think I was thinking more um, like a duck pie. Mm, I was thinking that. But with I've like never, a plum I've never seen a pie. Du- I've never seen a duck pie. <laughs> so I didn't want to go too far out of the rounds of what was possible. I mean, there's probably been... I've, I was thinking more that I haven't really seen a plum pie. I've seen a plum pie. Oh, okay. Because that is what Fingy stuck his thumb in and pulled a, pl- a plum out. Oh, uh, was it Peter? Little, li- little tummy... Peter. Oh, little tummy... Little pizza in the corner, sat in the corner, eating a plum pot pie. Stuck out yeah, in his yeah. thumb. Pulled out a plum. Pulled out a plum. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, plum pie and some sort of duck pie. Mm, okay. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So I'd, I'd compl- or like a turkey pie and a, a cranberry pie. So just go for whatever sauce. So oh, so you could have a, pot, a pork pie. <laughs> a pork pie and an apple pie. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yeah. You know that weird jelly they have around a pork pie? Yeah. Why don't they just make some sort of weird apple sort of... Yeah, I don't... I feel like... Because pork pies, they're okay. Yeah. But there's a lot of room for improvement. And I think people just oh, yeah. gave up on them. Like, I love the fact that no one's bothered to go, oh, yeah. we can make these better. Yeah, like, they've been around for ages and no one's really I know someone has done something for them. Have they? You can get ones with a bit of pickle now in it. That's not that's, that's a step, but I mean, still... I wasn't saying it was, like, revolutionary. I'm just saying they've tried something. That's like looking at the bottom rung of the ladder and going, I can try. <laughs> yeah, but I think they did, and they went... It's not exactly selling loads, is it? So we may as well just like ditch it. And go Do you mean that's the thing. problem that pork pies just aren't popular enough that they're yeah. like, there's no point. But a good a pork pies, like a nice pork pie, is good. I think if you get like one of those, like um, in-house made ones, yeah. not the generic ones that go like through a factory, those ones generally are quite good because they definitely put way more meat in because they're a lot thicker. Yeah, you get less of that gelatinous. Stuff. I don't mind the jelly. Yeah, but, but I, you don't want it all it you Yeah, jelly. that's what I mean. Yeah. I think you want you easily want more meat, tiny bit, like a, a small amount of jelly, and then like a, a nice a, fl- yeah. flaky pastry yeah. or a short pastry, I guess. Have you ever flaky. made a pe- pork pie? No, I haven't actually. Hmm. I never have I, but you do a lot of cooking. It's only cereal I cook. How are your nachos? Good. Oh really? Yeah, it's good. It's soft. <laughs> Can imagine. Imagine if you leave them too long. Yeah. Soft like your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> They're not quite that soft. Oh, okay. Soft ankles, they call you. Soft. Yeah. They call me old Scroogey ankle. <laughs> That's what they call you off board. Mm. On board, no one would ever dare call you that out of fear for their own lives. They're scared of my squishy ankles, if yeah. anything. Yeah. Wake up one morning with a squishy ankle in my face. Exactly. Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> And smothered that squishy ankle. Oh, the horror. It would be quite horrific. Um, I mean, I think horrific. I don't think. Oh, I just don't want to actually think about it. Mm, that's fair. I think the more I think about it, the, the more I wet my pants. I like how it's gradual. Like they've been wet regardless, but it just gets more severe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're always. They're always a bit wet. Like, to a level of saturation. <laughs> but then that can get worse. This is also why I wear so many pairs of pants. It's mm. interesting to know. Well, I'm, all, I'm always wet. So whenever I take all my layers of pants off, I'm super wrinkly. But the outer layer Ooh, of pants... Imagine being wrinkly because of urine. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that. Imagine that sun as you peel and layers back. <laughs> I don't think you reckon you'd have to wear... Urine soaked just pants. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> well, how long is it before your skin goes wrinkly in, in a bathtub? 10 minutes, 15, it's not long. So you're going to say max an hour. But that's your fingers and. So you, the, the reason they go wrinkly is like for a grip. Yeah, for a rela- reaction. Oh, number. yeah. So I don't know what the rest of the body's like. I think it does eventually, but I think it takes a really long time. Yeah. yeah. You don't tend to grip things if you. But <laughs> Ooh. maybe if you taught yourself to start gripping stuff with your buttocks, would the skin then understand that it's a gripping feature? Would it eventually develop fingerprints? So obviously that's what your fingerprints are for. I mean, I guess so, but that would be more like an evolutionary change. Mm. I was thinking more your body might just adjust 
and understand that you use your butt for gripping as well. I just want to know how long it would take me to get fingerprints on my buttocks because then they ever have to get. Well, my... depends. Do, do you want them just surgically added? We can do no, that. No, no, na- naturally developed. Oh yeah, I think it would take like years of evolution. Because then, when if I had to give my fingerprint for anything, I'd give my butt fingerprint. Mm-hmm. And if they went white, you'd be like, oh, sometimes I do stuff with my butt. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I do stuff when I do petty fest, I use my <laughs> butt fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and you know what? I think you might cause an issue <laughs> with them going, yeah, okay, right, big shot. But then when your fingerprints don't match up, they gotta let you go. Yeah, gotta let me go. And also, even if I'm on CCTV, if you're taken, like the match, what are you gonna do? Exactly. That's a, and that's a different worm. They can't retry you if they later on find out that you didn't lie. So I didn't even lie to you. Yeah. I didn't even need a lawyer because I told you the truth. I told you the truth all the time. You just didn't want me to take my pants down in front of everyone because <laughs> I'm covered in urine. <laughs> And you said the smell was disturbing. That's not my fault. I think you'd have to wear them a while. But yeah, so the outer layer stays dry. So if people were to see me, they don't think, oh, he's got wet pants. Or they go, oh, he's got dry pants. He clearly can't be the urine kid. Yeah. Even though when I'm standing directly next to him, there's a lot of urine smell coming off him. But pants are dry. Pants are dry. Pants are dry. Can't be him. Smart. That's why I can't get too scared at any given time. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if I get too scared, I might let out too much urine. Yeah. Then you'll soak your dry I don't like it saying urine. Urine? 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 Uh, yeah, no, I could have just said we. Yeah, you could have. But we're professional. We're oh, a yeah, sci- we're scientific someone. podcast, so... <laughs> this is... Well, I, I think we talk about some interestingly evolutionary science. Yeah. So, you know... Like butt fingerprints. <laughs> it makes sense that we only use scientific terms. <laughs> we just don't use any scientific terms and it's just like layman's words yeah because we don't care if you know squishy's scientific when you're just talking generally when you're measuring the squishiness of something yeah well then otherwise how would you answer the question of what's the level of squishiness exactly can answer simple you just have to turn around and go that doesn't doesn't make sense doesn't register on a squishiness scale yeah woo anyway you want to do a question yeah, let's do a question because we're we think last time we could it quite long yeah Got it. I'm ready. Go on. If you could only eat hot or cold food for the rest of your life, which would it be? Cold. Why? Because in a situation where I'm trapped on an island, if I could only eat hot food, I would then have to find a way to heat the food. So I can eat cold food. That's an interesting... Like, you went straight to what are the only situations where, like, if you're trapped or whatever... You could just live a normal life. <laughs> yeah, but that if I made every assessment, like you with your urine pants, if I made yeah. every assessment based on normal life, I would never consider those things. Yeah. You always have to consider the extremes. Mm. Because everybody can make decisions based on everyday life, and that's the people who get stuck in holes. Because they're not planning <laughs> to get stuck in a hole. That's a good point. Yeah? There are a lot of people stuck in holes. Yeah? And it's because they're just planning to not be stuck in a hole, whereas if you always plan for extreme situations and manholes to appear out of nowhere, then you're always prepared. Fair enough. I was just thinking, like, in general day life. Like, I have, like, I have a comfort and preference. Hot, obviously, because a nice hot meal. A nice hot bowl of soup. Well, I was also going to say, can you eat traditionally hot foods cold in this scenario? Oh, uh, yeah, I, th- I think you and could you eat... And tra- you could eat hot ice cream and cold laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cold laugh. <laughs> I couldn't think of some food yeah, always Just add cake onto that and we're good. Lava cake. Yeah, lava cake. But in vain, as a lava cake cold would just be like cake with a smooge of chocolate in. It would be, because it'd just be room temperature lava. cake mix. Yeah. Lava? Yeah, I think um, 
So you, you can literally just eat anything at the temperature of the choice that yeah, you choose? Yeah, yeah. Because mm. if you turn around and said no, I think that well, be... what, what was making that decision important? What was you thinking that you'd want to always have as an option, but you can't... doesn't normally fall into its no, whole No, I, d- I didn't have any particular one, but I was looking at it as a whole. Like, ha- am I more willing to eat stuff that should be hot-cold or stuff that c- should be cold-hot? If I was put in a situation where they put me in a room and said, this is all food that you'd normally eat cold and you've got to eat it hot, and this is all stuff you'd normally eat hot, but you've got to eat cold, which one would have been more... See, I, I always think cold because, like, cold, you can still have ice cream milkshakes all of that and nobody minds cold pizza yeah what about can it be cooked and then cooled like, do yeah. I have to eat a raw piece of chicken no because it doesn't say would you only eat raw food it's just cold food so okay. you can things can be cooked but then you have to eat it cold yeah I guess most people do tend to have like stuff cold like as in if they're going to not reheat something, but reheat something that's already exactly. been cooked. Reheating's always just an option. It's like, oh well, I can eat it cold, or I can because obviously it's nicer reheated. It's nice to have it warm, but then sometimes you just can't be asked, and you're like, I'll just eat the pizza off the floor cold. I don't mind. Okay, but what if you could only eat just cold foods or just hot foods? So you couldn't have a uh, cold food that you'd normally have hot. So you couldn't have pizza. Hmm. You're going to have nachos. Yeah, but then you'd, I think I'd have to choose hot food if mm. I couldn't let it cool down. I think that's the problem. It's depending on the situation, depends on. So, like, depending on how the question is phrased. Yeah. But could you live without bubblegum ice cream? Or bubblegum milkshake? I mean, you've already started biting your hand then. I know. Yeah. You're like panicking. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm going to eat myself. Yeah, but I was thinking more of if I, had, if I could only eat. You could never have a milkshake again. Yeah, but I also have to think of the long term. So fair enough, I could choose cold, so I could still eat ice cream and have bubblegum milkshakes. But how long can I sustain on cold food? I think also a lot of the cold because it took it takes out most staples like rice, potatoes. Vegetables oh, yeah, to an point. extent, yeah, yeah. if you can't cook them and let them cool, I'm then stuck eating raw vegetables and stuff for the rest of my life. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to pretty much always eat a salad. And then you could also argue, don't you cook, you cook ice cream, don't you, and then churn it, or is it all cold? Don't you cook no, it in the cream? No, 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 it's churned. Oh, you just churned? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's why you can put everything in a bag, put salt, uh, put salt on ice in a bag around it and put it in the freezer and it'll freeze. That's fair. Um... But then that rules out pies and stuff because a pie is cooked. Yeah. Baked Alaska. Can't have baked Alaska anymore. That's my favourite breakfast. Baked Alaska? Yeah. What's that? It's when you have ice cream covered in meringue and then you bake it. Do you actually bake it though? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I just thought it was like a name. Yeah, yeah. But how does the ice cream not melt? Because um, the meringue forms an airtight... Oh, it's all. I thought you meant just on top. Yeah, just you put a dollop of meringue on top of it. So, when you bake this, how does so this. Uh... I think some places get away with now. Is it um, Italian meringue that you add hot sugar to so it technically cooks a meringue? 
Okay, okay. So some places cheat, make that meringue, and then blowtorch it to give it like a child effect. Yeah. But traditionally, you coat it in a normal meringue so it's airtight, and then because meringue obviously cooks so quick, yeah. you cook it at a low temperature, heat up the meringue enough, and then the ice cream will stay frozen inside. Ooh. Because it's, Is that how ice cream cake works? I've never actually had an ice cream cake. I had a discussion about it the other day. I can't remember who it was with. I've not been with you. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's how you make ice cream cake, yeah? No, I had an ice cream cake in my whole life. Same. <laughs> so I just say forever. But, yeah. uh, I, th- I think I probably have had an ice cream cake. I know cake. it's quite an American thing, but I know they do it over here. But I think Arctic roll is more prevalent over here. Arctic roll? Yeah, it's like a Swiss roll with ice cream in. Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah, you never had an Arctic roll? I don't eat as much su- uh, sweet stuff as you. Yeah, that's fair. You've got the sweet tooth on it. That's why I don't have to worry about... Well, you don't have to worry about me stealing your sweet supply. I have to worry about any food I bring on here because you're a monster. <laughs> you eat anything. That's true. But no, I, I, I no, no, the only thing I don't, I know I don't have to worry about is my peanut supply. That's true. I'm a peanut dust. <laughs> <laughs> you sprinkle it a lot of places to keep me away. Sometimes I sprinkle it on stuff that I wouldn't normally have peanuts with like just to keep you away. Exorcism circle. You just sprinkle peanut dust everywhere. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like if, I sometimes have to just sprinkle it on things that wouldn't normally go with peanut. I know, yeah. Like my cheese. <laughs> sometimes I have to coat my cheese in peanut dust. I bet you there's nut-covered cheese out there somewhere. Oh, yeah, 100%. There'll yeah, be nut-covered yeah. pretty much loads of... Like, anything can be nut-covered. Like, loads of people add nuts to desserts, don't they? Yeah, it's very common. And chocolate, like. Yeah. yeah. And salads. Yeah, actually, that's true. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if people add it to, like... Um, like a fancy roast veg sort of thing where you have like almonds in it or something or not almonds cashews because they're quite a soft nut I think almonds as well I think people use them a lot in cooking I know they do it in a lot of baking yeah but um, don't you get a lot of cashew nuts in oriental food yeah you do and pistachio that's one thing you wouldn't have to worry about on the list the Asians I mean, you might not have to worry about that either, but I was thinking more nuts. Yeah, that's true. I think for the possibilities of the different reasons you'd have to consider, cold seems like a good option because, yes, you can always rely on the fact that if you had to survive somewhere and you could only eat cold food, you just had to fight for food. Even if you find it hot, let it cool down. Exactly, yeah. Um... But then that pivots on what you said, can you let hot food cool? Or if it was ever hot, it's just off the menu. Hmm. Because otherwise it's pointless. Yeah. And then the question's completely moot then, because essentially you'd say cold foods and just eat everything cold. Yeah. So I think you have to take hot foods off. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, there's no... Every hot food can be cold food, but not every cold food can be hot food. I think the only problem with that is if you take your situation of being stranded on an island, you can still eat, like, Leaves, coconuts, whatever salad-based stuff. Yes, which will be easier to find than trying to start a fire and toast eat. a coconut. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> I got to toast this coconut real quick. Yeah, that'd be interesting as well. If you say you um you did crash land, like let's say we're in Lost, hmm. we crash land on a plane, and everyone's scavenging for food. Crash land on a plane. You crash land on a plane in a plane. <laughs> so you've crash landed on a plane in a plane. Oh wow! So Double planes. Plane on plane. So this is lost two. Ooh. So you. Cra- you know what? The way that sort of ended, wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that was. So a- you've crash landed on the lost plane. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's got up, and then everyone's scavenging for food. 
and they're all eating their berries and whatnot, but then you're trying to toast a coconut before you can eat it. Yeah. Well, but then how do you explain that? Like, well, I can't eat it. Why? Well, I better have it hot. I guess it depends on what the reason for this was. Were you legally bound to it? Or was it... A condition. Maybe just a question to idiots are answering on a podcast. <laughs> oh, but maybe. you know, like, you know, obviously, being scientists... Yes. We're going to say this is like your... Um, a genie curse. Ooh. Well, that covers most things. I was going to say, your your body was biologically unable to eat, eat yeah, the other one. because of a genie curse. Oh, okay, yeah. Because of a genie curse, your body could only biologically eat one of those. Yeah. Biologically? You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, wouldn't you just then explain that? Yeah, but the problem is when you start explaining to people like genie curses, they get spooked. I think also... And when you've are, just crash-landed a plane on a plane, mm. people are sensitive. And when they realise you know it's the you're last the, You're one of the people that's on there and you were genie-cursed. So we're like, it's this guy? Yeah. This person basically brought the plane down yeah. by being genie-cursed? Yeah, fucking genie-cursed. In Tallinnbury before he got And then on. they're going to try and eat you. Yeah. I also think, is there like a legal obligation to let people know before you got on a plane that oh, you have been genie-cursed? by a genie. Yeah. So they but, have an option not to get nah, off? Yeah, there probably is because there's going to be people who want to get off the plane. I think... These days, they probably would have to say, you don't have to get... Uh, no, they can't stop you getting on, but they have to warn of the passengers. Yeah. Or would they make you pay more because you decided to get genie-cursed? Well, they couldn't prove that you decided to get genie-cursed. Mm. You could say you got genie-cursed in passing. Yeah. The standard old... Which is why I think they up. can't tell you to get... Can't say you can't get on the plane. Oh, that's that's discrimination. They yeah. couldn't stop you doing exactly. That so they'd have to tell everybody else. Yeah, they'd have to just let everybody know that there is somebody because they couldn't say it was you. Do you think it would cheaper for a a um, like a flight company mm. to just go? You've got a genie curse. I know you've paid for an economy seat, but we're going to privately fly you. <laughs> it would be cheaper for them to do that than lose out all the seats. Yeah. yeah, it probably would. Maybe that's how you actually get upgraded into like maybe yeah. Like, I've got a genie curse. Just let you know I'm genie cursed. Oh, that's that's a good one though. Do you know, know any when you're booking a flight and there's like any additional information? Yeah. Genie curse. Oh, for God's sake. No, no. Well, maybe when you just rock up and you say, "Can I get an upgrade?" Oh, it's going to cost you this. I am genie cursed, but I'm happy to do I'm that. I'm happy to go on a normal flight. Yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, have you got any cheaper flights? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm genie cursed. But I'm genie. You could just book the cheapest flight, couldn't yeah, you? Turn up. Oh, I'm genie cursed. By the way. Ah, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. And then there'd be like. Oh, well, we'll have to get a private flight, but it's going to be at this time. Yeah. Oh, well, I've, I've booked to go in here, so I'm going on this one. Yeah. Oh, no, we'll get it earlier yeah. for you. Ooh. So you can actually just pay for your cheapest flight, which, you know how they normally, like, at stupid o'clock in the morning, like, the cheapest flight out will be at, like, 4.30. Yeah. Because no, people don't want to do that. Yeah. Pay for that one, cheapest one back, and then, yeah, just get yourself privately flown. I think that's how you cheat the system. Mmm. Smart. I like it. I'm going to go hot food. Yeah, I think with that into consideration, yeah, I think it is hot food. Yeah, I think it's just you lose out on so much, and there's only so long you can eat cold, cold stuff, stuff yeah. before you're like, I just want a hot piece of food. Yeah, just any. You wouldn't even be that bothered. It's about the fact that you just want something hot. Yeah, I think your body would start giving up on you. Like, oh, this cold food's too heavy. Yeah, I think it is hot food. With that, with that clause. Pinned on, and you can literally have a starter main dessert, um, hot, yeah, with you loads of think. variety. Whereas a cold, you know, there's so dessert, many yeah. times you can eat, that's that soup. yeah. 
Glad we both thought the same yeah. thing. Oh, and that, that that shows how narrow yeah. the field is. You've got no choices. It's that. It's that or prawn cocktail with ice cream yeah. options. Yeah. So I think that basically answers it. The fact that we both said Gaspacho. Yeah. So it. Easy man. Well, there you go then. Another one. Another one ticked off the list. Another important scientific donkey fact. with its tail pinned on. <laughs> wow. Okay. That they are. We are running short of those. Untailless donkeys. Untailless donkeys. Yeah. And. Donkey tails. Well, m- more donkey tails. Got more donkey tails than tailless donkeys. Well, it's cheaper to make a tailless donkey. Mm. You know it takes far more time and cost to do a donkey tail. Yeah, donkey tails are expensive. Exactly. That's why we don't. That's why we got loads of donkeys with no tails. But no donkey Basically tails. Basically roaming, you know. Fields. We are in... Um, there's a high demand for donkey tails. There is. We're currently unable to meet that demand. We have, supply, we have supply issues. We have supply issues. Yes. All these tailless donkeys and yeah. no tails to pin on them. Our business is going to go under. <laughs> I'll start a new one. wonder what we'd have to do with all the tailless donkeys. Would we have to outsource... Um, all, the ta- ta- all the tails. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say donkey tail for production. Uh, I outsource it to someone else. But I feel like everyone would be struggling, not just us. Maybe, maybe we'd have to do that. What's the easiest, easiest tail to make? Probably like some sort of fish tail. Hmm. Really? I think so. I think they'll be quite hard. Because there's so many fish. So there's got to be tails in abundance. Hmm. That's true. Because there's easily more fish than donkeys. I would, yeah, okay. Maybe like a. Like what fish is there loads of? Like tuna fish and stuff. But it doesn't matter actually. We just, yeah. we just need to get a bunch I think of fish. All, I think all tunas use the same fish. All fish use the same. All, all fish use the same tail. I'm trying to say. <laughs> I really wasn't sure where you were to go with that. I think all fish use the same tail. It's just adapted slightly to yeah. fit the fish. Oh, they stretch it out. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's we could do that. Then. So just a few donkeys with some fish tails. Well, I think that I think that the fact that they've got tails is the best thing. Oh yeah, as long as they've got a tail. It's, it's most important. Otherwise, they can't do anything. Yeah, can't fight off predators. Can't swim away. Can't swim away. <laughs> Well, they've never been able to swim away, and maybe this way will give them an opportunity to be able to, like, survive. That's strange. Run into the sea, swim away. No lions can get you, then. Unless you start to put fish tails on lions as well. Then it's every... I don't, I don't know what the lion... Then it's every has. fish tail for itself. <laughs> but then I also think all the fish in the sea were going to be at, um, at risk. Oh, yeah, if lions start Actually, no, in. but lions can't breed, so they'll just dive down. So it'll be okay. So we're not even actually affecting a, another life form or another... What's it called? Ecosystem. Yeah, that's the one. We're not affecting another ecosystem. Yeah, that's very true. They just get their ones at the top sunbathing. Which is their own fault for sunbathing all the time and not paying attention. But also, we've now added entertainment to the sea. Because they have new matter. entertainment. They can look up and watch <laughs> a fish, a fish-tailed lion trying to taste a fish-tailed donkey. So true. Now, who doesn't want to see that? Everyone wants to see that. Exactly. That'd be on Discovery Channel. Amazing. So, David Attenborough will do the uh, commentary for it. Probably. Isn't well, he dead now? Is he still going? No, he's. I think I don't know if he's retired. Oh, okay. But do you retire if you're in television ever? I feel like they're just working till they're dead normally. Yeah. It's almost like they like what they're doing. Nah. Weird. I think he's just. I think he's a robot. Maybe he's just losing his memory and he thinks he's doing a brand new one which is just the same as the one before. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, yeah. sorted. Easy mode. Easy yeah. mode. Done. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy pie. Bye bye. Bye.